Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Alrighty, Broncos defeat the Bulldogs 44-24. to This is a really good win for the Broncos. Look, okay, league 24 points, yeah. If you wanted to be super, super critical, that is not great. Uh, and yes, the Bulldogs have struggled this year, but to put 44 on the Bulldogs at their home ground with Ricky, Flegler, Carrigan, Haas, Walsh all out, uh, and, Co- and um, Oates as well, uh, so that's six of your starters out and six not like senior starters as well. The six S- rep players. Yeah, super, super proud of the boys. I thought really, really good. Um, I thought that uh, just there, I just think they've got a bit of, not swagger, I wouldn't say swagger. It's not similar to Penrith, but they've just got confidence in their attacking ability. And even though sometimes, well, not sometimes, a lot of time I wish that would just be a little bit more grindy, You've got, to, you've got to give Kevy Walters raps for the confidence he's instilled in this playing group. And I don't think Kevy Walters gets enough credit for what he's done with this group. Um, I actually ran into Kevy when he first got the job, and I remember saying, like, I'm just so stoked that he got the job because I always believed the Broncos, you don't need some crazy tactician that, you know, you can sit in there for hours going over video or whatever. The assistant coaches can handle that. What you need is a leader that can teach these boys what it is to be a Broncos. And I think these boys are playing like Broncos. And it makes me super, super proud. And as you said, I consider 24 points, but this wasn't just any away game. You go into Belmore, Mm. Josh Reynolds, farewell. A lot of emotion in that for Canterbury. So I'm not going to put too much emphasis on that. I thought Brisbane were fantastic. Um, And as you said, mate, all the players you were missing and whatnot – I put up a thing on my Instagram the other day saying who's the contenders, who's the um, pretenders. Then I went through and just did like a live reaction on the podcast. And, mate, the amount of people that aren't putting the Broncos in the contenders category simply because of what happened last year, I just sit there. And I I know it hit me for six last year when they fell apart, but I just look at them now and go, how can you not say this team is contenders? Agreed, mate. Agreed. Like 
they're doing this with like last year their A side, their main side was getting done by the Tigers and that. This is with this is the second time this year. So first was against the Warriors, mm. now it's against the Bulldogs, where they've got the job done with seven of their non starters or six or seven of their non starters. It's it's really, really impressive. And and the exciting thing is is just getting started. Like this this squad is just getting started. Um I was really, really impressed with the way they performed. Like even Tristan Saylor, like it was one or two errors where it was, you know, like, whoa. Like the one where he tried to kick it to the wing. I was from the dummy half where you're going, holy shit. But the fact that we have him as a replacement and you got Mariner, you got Selwyn Cobbo playing in the forwards. Um, you know, I think we're going to miss Herbie quite a bit. But the fact that we've got a guy like Mariner that can come in eventually and take that, Jesse Arthurs as well, um, Mate, oh, yeah, as I said, I'm just super proud of the boys. I thought they were absolutely outstanding. And, and but look, although I sometimes wish they were a little bit more grindy, one thing, when you watch a Broncos game, you know it's going to be exciting. Is a Mariner good? Yeah. He's going to be a good player. And you're mm. also getting back to that point now where that Broncos emblem, it means something again. Mm. So you will be able to go into the market and recruit other guys as well. But I agree. I think Herbie's going to be a massive loss. He is... Uh, isn't he, he's one of those guys you just look at, and I, I can't work out why he's so hard to tackle, mm. but he obviously is. Yeah. doesn't matter whether they're, they're, they're playing Penrith or the team coming last. Teams just can't handle him. He's a bit – remember when um, when Josh Dugan first came in and you just watched guys fall off him left, right and centre and you would just sit there and go, I don't understand why you're so hard to tackle. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. He'll, he'll be massively missed, but it's, I think it's just a really good example of the salary cap working the way it's probably intended to work. Yeah. Um, He's worth probably a lot more than what he's on currently. The Broncos have some incredible young guys coming through. So very hard to keep him. Uh, another really good example of where the Broncos are as a system, in my opinion, is Martin Tapua. Like, at, the, at Manly, you know, he was unhappy. There were dramas. He wasn't playing to his potential. He has been so good for the Broncos this year. Yeah, okay, he still has that brain explosion where he offloads maybe once a game. But outside of that, he's been outstanding for the Broncos off the bench. I remember at the end of last year when he shared that video of him not getting the ball. Mm. I just remember looking at that going, I could never sign him. Mm. That says to me he's not a team guy. What I'm seeing at the Broncos is the complete opposite. I know, I know. It's actually unbelievable. Like I, I made a decision that day that I sort of went, okay, I'm, I'm done with Marty. That, mm. That's not what you want in a team environment. Yet he arrives up here and he's happy just to be a role player and play 20 to 30 minutes, never anything more. Mm. Even when they've got seven guys out, he still plays 30 minutes of footy in this yeah. game. But yeah. he's happy just to play his role and be part of this team, which I think is great. Full, full credit to Marty. What do you think of the game, Timmy? Yeah, as you touched on with, like, you, you can't win a premiership without depth and they have it in spades, um, the Bronx. No matter who drops out, they've got someone who can come in and do a job to an elite level. Uh, Tristan Taylor comes in at fullback. Does a great job. The only spot you're probably lacking maybe a little bit in terms of this is by the Broncos standards of no matter who comes in, the quality is top, top notch, is Jock Madden in the halves. Mm. Not a knock on Jock Madden. He's a terrific backup half. But like if one of the halves goes down, all right, we're weak in there quite substantially. But yep. you have so much depth across every single position in that squad. You touched on the Warriors game back in round 13, that first major origin bye week. That was one of the great wins from the Bronx. They've done it again this week. Look, if they did it against that doggy side at Suncorp this week, I wouldn't be overly sold by it. But as Guru said, 
Beautiful day at Belmore. Mm. Josh Reynolds' farewell. <clears throat> the dogs had everything to play for. Everything this season. Yeah, so I, I thought it was brilliant from Brisbane. And I think the best thing about the Bronx is that they have strike across the entire park. Everywhere, yeah. They can score at any given time in any given position. They're not – like, there are teams in the area where you go – they're very left side, strong side, or they do all the damage through the middle, fast play, the ball through the wrong person can get you anywhere. Yeah, agreed. That's a great point. Like, literally, from number nine all the way to the sting, mm. every player can score, score points. Yeah. Um, another guy I'd like, want to talk about is Brendan Piacora. Jeez Louise. Like, I think there was a year where I was like, is this guy never going to reach his potential? Is he going to be that guy that hits that first grade mark? And maybe because he was so good in the juniors, they just don't take that next step. Uh, but I think he's beginning to take the next step. So much so that when Ricky gets back, I would probably pull, put Catewell in the middle and maybe even bring him off the bench. Um, that's how much I've really liked Brendan Piacora. Don't you, I think you definitely need to keep Kurt, wait, Kurt Catewell in the side. So whether it's Brendan on the bench or Kurt on the, the bench. But I just think the more minutes you can get into Piacora, the better he's going to be long term for the club. And I think that Kurt Catewell can actually do a really good job in the middle because what's he good at? Tackling his ass off. Mm. Yep. You get him in there, you go, mate, just go crazy. Take away all the, the flashy stuff. You don't need to worry about that anymore. You don't need to be damaging ball runner or a line runner. You get through your work in the middle. I think in general it's time for Kurt to move into the middle. Yeah, mm. I think I so. I think he's a good tackler, but I think he's, he, he's getting beaten for pace and he's, he's just one step too slow out there yeah. now, I think. And I just think that... He's, what, tw probably 26, 27, or oh, probably 28 now, around that age. And I just think that his attitude is suited more to the middle. You know what I mean? Like, mm. for example, when, when you – sometimes you look at his stats and he's got, like, six or seven missed tackles. It's usually because he's trying to tackle everything rather than mm. getting up in systems and staying, you know, square. Whereas in the middle, because you've got such small spaces around you, that's great. Like, you're going to be getting up, line speed. So I agree. I think he's going to suit real, the uh, 30 years old, Cable. Yeah. yeah. Turned 30 last week. Yeah. Real, uh, real Britain Nicker of vibes about Peter Curra's line running. Oh, mate. Jeez, he's, he's going to cut some opposition openings for years to come. And I, I think he's, he's got a lot more muscle mass to put on as well. He doesn't look filled out yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, really was proud of the boys. And in performances like that, it makes you proud that you were lucky enough to wear the same jersey as them. Uh, I thought Keenan, I think the, the Titans, that's another guy that hasn't been spoken about much. Keenan goes to the Titans next year. That forward rotation with Moe, Tino, Fafida, and Keenan coming off the bench. Keenan's a big fucking boy. He's really, really good. He'll, he'll be missed for depth, I think, uh, at the Broncos. But, yeah, I thought he, um, he did a good job for us up front. Uh, another guy, like, I thought Adam Reynolds was incredible. But, geez, I can't wait to see Ezra Mann just play more and more footy. Like, doesn't – when we talk about X Factor, doesn't he just have it in absolute spades? And he doesn't – he will try anything in any moment. Yes, that gives me a heart attack. As I said, sometimes I wish we were more grindy, but geez, he's good to watch. Is that, doesn't it feel like an age ago that we were sitting here last preseason talking about him going, oh, I don't know if he's going to be the guy. A year or two, then he may be the guy. Yeah. It's a bit early, we were saying. Bring him in at 14, he'll play a couple of games here and there, and now he's just – like, he's named it five out every week, and you don't think twice about it. Yeah, no, nah, no way. And, it, and if anything, you're sitting there going, mate, this guy is just scratching the surface of what he can deliver. Like, if him, if, if Jock Madden wouldn't have arrived a year earlier, I probably would have said Jock Madden will be the 5'8 before man. Agreed. Or even Billy Walters. Yeah. Actually, I think Billy Walters was ahead on it I when we were watching the preseason. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we're saying Ezra just carved up the trials. He did, and Ezra was still so young. We were like mm. a bit too young yeah. for it. And who else was there? Someone else was there. Um, Tomato Mountain was there too. Yes. At that point, yeah. Yeah, and we were got yeah leading towards anyway. And Ezra come in, and ever since then, it is so exciting to see what he's going to develop. Like, can you? I just all I imagine is like in six years' time, him at Suncorp Stadium. Imagine the player he's going to be in six years' time at Suncorp Stadium in that Broncos jersey. It honestly, the way he plays reminds me so much of the 90s slash early 2000 Broncos. Like, so, so much. Like it, I imagine him, I could see him out in the field with a Kevy Walters or an Alfie just blitzing it through the middle. You just need the right guy next to him. Oh, for sure, for sure. Which you've, you've obviously got right now. Mate, yeah. Adam Reynolds. Jeez. What, one of the great trades all time in regards to, usually there's like a loser in a trade or a, you know, the Rabbitohs lost or the Broncos lost because Reynolds came up, he couldn't mm. play footy. It's one of the biggest win-wins I've seen in many years where both clubs have come out in as good or better shape. I, who Actually, who do you reckon is a bigger winner? Broncos? I reckon Broncos are, but who do you reckon? Broncos are? I, I reckon the Broncos are slightly. Yeah. Who do you reckon? I think Broncos for sure because of how good Reynolds has been, but you can't discount how much value it's been to the Bunnies to keep Cook and Trevor yeah. and Cody. So. And to give Elias time now yeah, to so play footy. Yeah, I, I think South purely because, like, there's no way we get White next year if Reynolds was still there, for example. Would we have re-signed Luttrell, Co- Cody Cook? I think, it's a, you're right, it's a win-win, but, yeah, South's definitely reaping the benefits for me. And, like, I don't look back at South's finals games last year and go, oh, they lost that because they were half-back short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Walters had one of his best games so far. I think he's getting better and better at the nine roll. Uh, I think that if his name wasn't Walters and it was Smith... Well, if it was Smith, it'd be even better. But if his name was like, I don't know. Williams or something. Williams or something. I think a lot of people, more people would be fans of Billy Walters' work. The pressure that comes with the name Walters, Smith, Williams. (laughs) True, true, true. Um, Yeah, I think that Billy Walters is getting better and better. I think he's been really good for us. I'm still surprised that Smoothie was on the bench and Corey Pakes isn't. Is he injured in reserve grade? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like Pakes has fallen off the side of the Because, like, I look at Corey Pakes, I'm like, he could add a lot coming off the bench. Like, a lot He's to cool. us. What did you what did you make of Moser the other night? Did you get to watch the under-19s? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Silky. Just, like, if you looked at his stats or whatever, you'd go whatever. But I thought Blake Moser in under-19s, we spoke about it, I think, on Packer Up Boys. But... He just has that extra kind of class when he's composed playing. All really composed, yeah. good service, directing the boys, a lot of talk. Mate, next year, Billy Moser, like, I think that most likely Billy Moser, Billy Moser, if he doesn't start the year, by the end of the year, it'll be Billy Moser starting and Billy Walters will be our 14. How do you reckon Blake Moser will go? Oh, my God, Billy Moser. <laughs> fucking hell. What am I saying? I'm fucking off my head. I'm Blake Moser's fucking number one fan. I got his name wrong. Um. Yeah, Blake Moser, I reckon... Uh, <laughs> That's a good one from Tom Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Phoenix Crossland. Uh, yeah, I think by the end of next year, Moser will be starting and Walters will be 14. And I actually think Walters will be one of the better 14s in the comp. I really think he's got a lot to offer at 14. Super, uh, you can play him as far as maybe even 13, 6, 7, 9... Uh, I think it's going to be a good setup. He's got very good uh, ruck recognition, Billy Walters. Yep, he pick, for like sure. He, he can pick his moments really well, and I think you see less and less of it when he plays into the fifties and sixties minutes because mm. he just gets exhausted. But so we've said it a few times in the last few weeks when you play halves at hooker, it just does add 
a new dimension mm. to what they're able to do there. So I, I think it'll be a great 14. Guru, what a 1 to 10 of the could be anything scale. Moza, where you got him? Ooh, probably 7 or 8. It's pretty high. Yeah. I think that. I don't think the other night was the best example of him. I think it's because they fucking completed it at like 60% or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly right. Yes. But if you watch him closely and see his class, put it this way, I'd be shocked if he doesn't end up playing Origin. Yeah. I, I had a lot of people after that game that messaged me sort of going, oh, he's a bit overrated. And I just thought, I don't think nah, it's the right game no, no. to see. And also, no, nah, that's ridiculous. If, if you know footy and you see the way he moves, yeah. he will play Origin. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Honestly, obviously Harry Grant has a mortgage on that jersey. But if by the time Moser is like 25 and Harry Grant is around 30 or whatever... Um, Harry Grant might even be a bit older. If Moser isn't being brought in as the 14 or even the starting hooker and Harry Grant goes to impact, I would be shocked. Has Cam Smith watched him play? Has he said anything? Um, I haven't spoken to Smithy about Moser, I don't think. But I actually, I might get his... If, I might ask him if he watched that game. Look, I don't think he knows that much about nine, if I'm being honest. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, yeah, I'll get his opinion. All I know is, is that people that know rugby league have huge raps on Billy Moser. And also, he was the captain of that Queensland side as well. <laughs> what? He said Billy again. Fucking hell. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? Oh, because it's Billy Walters. That's yeah. fucking why yeah, I keep yeah. fucking it up. Jesus Christ, man. What the oh. fuck? Jesus. My bad. Um, Corey Pakes played reserve grade last week, but the two weeks before that he was missing. So, so maybe injured. Maybe yeah, he's been injured. That's why yeah. they're just getting some match fitness into him. Um, you should go to the Knights. Go be a backup to Braley. Do a little switcheroo. I, I've got faith in Phoenix. I reckon Phoenix will turn into a good nine. I really do. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Broncos. Just not a very good looking bloke. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> ball. And a shit bloke. And a shit bloke. Gorgeous long blonde Kelly bloke. How could he go wrong? Um, but yeah, really, really good for the Broncos. They should be super proud. And they're proving a lot of people wrong right now. Everything was set up for them to, you know, have the same thing happen as last year. And they've absolutely nailed it. Uh, Love the fact that Selwyn Cobo was in there bloody making tackles in the forwards. Apparently, Kevy was saying that he just wants to get amongst it. So they said, you know what? We've got a great Dean Mariner coming through. Get him on the edge. Get Selwyn in there. Yeah, How good. scary is that? Oh, mate. He, Selwyn Cobo is just the fucking The scored probably the best chip over the top try I've seen in ages last week. And he still just wants to get more amongst yeah. it. So he gets amongst it. They put him out in the wing and he fucking sets up a try. Mm. He's so good. Uh, on to the doggies. Um, oh, actually, before we get to all well, this is about the doggy as well. That call, Selwyn Cobo 10 in the bin, you are kidding me. You are kidding me. Like, we have gotten so far beyond, we are refing purely on optics. If Selwyn Cobo's knee doesn't accidentally hit, hit Sexton, it's not even a penalty. We didn't even, we, we went past the play. So the play has happened. The only reason it gets called back is because someone is injured. And then on top of that, the only reason Selwyn got sent 10 in the bin is because someone was injured. I have to say it, but the refing on the weekend was not up to NRL standard, in my opinion. It was really, really disappointing. You know, we talk about players when they don't play well. I didn't think the refs were really good on the weekend. And, you know, the Fafita try against the, the, uh, against the Raiders that they try to come out and defend. And look, respect, that's their opinion. But I don't know how you can defend this. His knee hit his head on the way down. He was, all he was doing was trying to fend him. If the knee doesn't hit, Sexton gets up and they play the ball and it's all good. I think it's craziness. He didn't get charged, so... Yeah, he didn't get charged. But he got 10 in the fucking bin. Unbelievable. I think refereeing on optics is perfectly put. That's, that's what we're doing. That's all it is. It's yeah. all it is. We are refereeing purely on optics. If it looks bad, we look for a penalty. We had that situation earlier in the year with the Canberra Raiders where 
Jordan Rapana stood up and he had a fountain of blood coming out of his head and we straight mm. went, oh shit, got to do something with this. Doesn't look good. And then, yeah, just another example of it. Mate, it's just, oh, I think there was another one where the ref changed his decision post-decision. Yeah, last week, Doggy yeah. South last week. Yeah, yeah, it's like purely on optics. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't want players getting injured. Like, I feel for them. But that doesn't mean it should be a penalty. Things happen on a footy field. It's a brutal game. Yeah, it's people get injured. Anyway, I, I just thought that was ridiculous. I hope Sexton's all good. Apparently, he is all good. Um, I, th- I think, uh, like, I heard James Graham say a few weeks ago, I think it's so perfect. We're trying to advertise rugby league as the game for everyone. It's, it's a not. game for some. That, that's, that's what it is. That's why we game. watch it. It's not the game for everyone. Exactly. That's why it's so good. That's Ex- why it's so entertaining. 100%. It's like MMA and UFC. Not everyone can be a fighter. That's why we admire their bravery. And they own who they are. Oh, they own no. that that's their... Yeah. How about... Uh, Flight over to you last week. The great Volk. Volkanovski. Volk was on it. Yeah. Mate, I'm surprised you watched it. You're bloody in England. You don't care about us Aussies anymore. I don't miss much sport, mate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> mate, Volk's what a the bloody Volk. legend. Um, yeah, so look, that call, I just, I just think the refing on the weekend was quite poor. I thought Cowboys, Manly, uh, we'll get to the Titans game. But Titans have literally been robbed two weeks in a row. Yep. Got put, pinged for a penalty where they lost the game. And then against the Eels... The ref is literally calling RCG offside. He's the closest to the kicker. It makes Tanner Boyd rush the kick and they, and they don't get a penalty. Like, tell me how that is fair. I, I think that we need to spend way more resources in helping the referees be better. I, I think that they're just, they seem to be starved for resources because I feel like the standard of refing yesteryear was better. And maybe I'm just rose-colored glasses, but I think that too many changes without enough resources, and the refs aren't being given a fair crack to be the best they can be. As a segue into this game, obviously that's when Sexton left the field. I thought the Bulldogs looked completely different without him. He's bloody good for him. He's been a fantastic signing. I I don't think they would have won that game with Sexton, but they were in it at that point. Yeah, agreed. And I, I love that Sexton was immediately working over that right side, Ezra Mam. And that's, these are the little details that a genuine seven brings. They go, okay, what's the game plan? Ezra Mam has been known to miss some tackles. Also, is there fireworks in attack? What do we do? We make him tired. It sounds so simple. You would be shocked at the amount of NRL teams that go out there and don't stick to a game plan. You would be shocked. Um, I mean, you could speak to it. Your, your brother has been in the system for ages. How many times does a team go out? They're all pumped up. We've done video session all week. We get in the field and the game plan goes completely out the window. Yeah. And that's where your level-headed number seven comes into it. Yeah. It was... Um, it wasn't announced maybe a couple of days after the Monday potty before I shot away, but it was uh, Adam Drusey, a Bulldogs board member. He's uh, on the SC Playbook po- podcast quite often, does an article for us each week, and he messaged me through just before the official announcement saying the dogs have signed Toby Sexton. I went, shit, because I was thinking I'd love for him to end up at the Raiders, yeah. uh, especially because they would have got him. I don't know if you boys got a figure on what they got him for, but I can't imagine like, it would have been a heap. Wouldn't have been a heap. And terrific the other week. 22-18 in that game when he went off. You mentioned Guru. has looked brilliant. I think he's got such a big future, and, and I guarantee they've got him on unders for, for whatever they paid for him. So I, I think he's such a great signing for him. Yep. You would have touched on it last week, but just seems like he's unlocked, taking a lot of pressure off Matty Burton. Burton can sit there, run, do what he does best. Mm. Sexton takes control. Such a great signing for them. Great, great signing. And he's such a good example of, you know, sometimes – look, the headlines are sometimes correct – but sometimes the headlines are so far off, especially with young number sevens. Like if you read the headlines about Sexton, he was the reason the Titans were going poorly. He's not a first grader. He's not the guy to do the job. 
if you actually watch Sexton play, you've not only have you seen in really good first grade games, you could easily see this guy has a lot to offer. A lot to and offer. Well rounded, goal kicker, great passing game, mm. good running game, solid enough in defence. Yep. He'll get better and better and better. He looks like he can be a really, really well rounded number. He's like seven. twenty two or something. Yeah. He's young as anything. Like and for a young guy like him to already not overplay his hand, yeah, it's huge, huge. And that's why I was like surprised like last week when they were like best game of Sexton's career. I was like, have you been watching the Titans? Yeah. Like he's had he's some awesome. cracking games for the Titans. I mean, even this year when he came in for the injured one of the halves, that first game back, yeah, he eh? was like their man of the match. Yeah. He, he scored the match winner. Um, and that was a young bloke playing for his spot in the NRL. Yeah, and then he got in- injured like the week later. Mate, uh, I think it's a fantastic signing. They got him on unders. He'll be super grateful for the opportunity. Perfect long term for Burton. Uh, and I can't wait to see Critter, Marnie, Burton uh, and Sexton together. Um, outside of that, look, I've been saying it for quite a few weeks now, but the edge defence especially, but overall, the edge defence especially need a complete overhaul in defence systems uh, at the Bulldogs. Um, now, whether they recruit in more defensive coaches, whether Seraldo needs to rejig his defensive systems. Like, for example, when I was at the Broncos, we had a very different defensive system when I went to the Warriors. And I'm not sure whether he's changed it, but I, I couldn't really get my head around Ivan Cleary's defensive system at the Warriors. But even him, now, their defensive system is literally the best, arguably some of the best we've ever seen that comes from Ivan Cleary. So even he took a few years to develop into, you know, the coach that he is this year. And I think Seraldo, if he can nip that in the butt early rather than it be like a five, ten, like a, a four-year thing where then he realises, I think that he needs to identify immediately that the defensive system they're currently working with, it's not working in NRL and it needs to change. I was talking to a player about three months ago who had come from another club in the last two years, and he he pointed out that the way the Bulldogs defend is completely different to the club he'd previously come from. Yeah, and okay. it was, he was finding it really hard to fit into it. Now, I don't know what the details are of that, but I did think it was interesting. Mate, mate the, I always think it's the simplest one. Now, there are a lot of up and in defences, but at Broncos, when I was there at least, anything outside of our own 20, it was up and slide, and then... If it was uh, basically, you could make the call to GM in if you could see it and you needed to, and then people would fill in behind. And then we're on our own line. It was GM. I'm with you, Kempi. I reckon the up and out, provide you've got the side to do it. Not even that, actually. It's just the safest, the easiest defensive system. You just need to work hard. Up and in is terrific, but it takes a really good outside oh, bat to be able to do it properly, to get the timing yeah. right every single time. Like, and for the people that are a bit raw to rugby league and sort of the technical side of it, it's. You think of probably the best up and out I've ever seen system is the Melbourne Storm. They've made a dynasty out of just being unflappable at it. A Manly Seagulls type side, they're an up and in. Well, they'll go and they'll look to jam and shut down the play before it, go, before it gets to the winger and the outside backs. <coughs> Melbourne, they're just the, no, nah, let's go wide. We'll just yep. push it wider and wider and wider. You'll not get, get around us. Yep. Um, but I'm with you. If you're struggling, just go back to the up and out. Yeah, just real simple. Because like, all you have to say is, boys, if we're up and out, that means everyone has to keep their feet moving. That's all. It's all attitude. Whereas like up and in, you can get away and ex- you can almost expect the outside men to shut the play down so we don't have to yeah. keep moving. Yeah. When up and in goes wrong, it can go horribly, horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. I said, if you've got the side to do it and nail it, sweet, but it's hard your heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and like on, on their line, like I'm just surprised, like if you're on your line and they've got an overlap, just pick a man and go for him. Mm. 
And I just saw on the weekend, like the amount of like edges that we were just crashing through, just poor communication. That the the Xavier Willison try, and this has nothing to the defensive systems, mm. but his dive from dummy half. Oh. That was one of the softest tries I have ever oh seen. My God. And then Billy Walt, uh, Billy Walters, yeah, also known as Billy Moser, <laughs> dived over um, for a try from dummy half. Just their edge defense. I just keep it real simple. Coming out of the trouble, they're, when they're coming out of trouble up and oh. side, when we're on our line, we pick a man and we just fucking, if we've got a man short, we pick a man and you just get to him. Just get to him. Um, now, look, it's easier said than done. You know, we're on the couch watching, they're out playing, but I think the Bulldogs' defensive system needs, needs substantial change. I thought uh, Skelton came in. He obviously made his debut the week before, but this game he came in, um, played the full 80 out on the wing. 21 hit-ups, which I thought was fantastic, and I think he's going to be one of those high-volume guys. Um, defensively, he's not, I would say, 100% ready for first grade right now, but he'll get there. Uh, and a kid to watch because he has got huge, huge upside Skelton. It'll be interesting to see. Josh Adekar obviously didn't feature in this game. So Blake Wilson was originally named on that edge. Then there was changes. Sorry, Blake Wilson was on the other sides, and they moved him back to the left and Skelton to the right. So it'll be interesting when Josh Adokar comes back, if they move Wilson to the right or if they keep Skelton out it's, there. It's funny, the Skelton, because I was like watching, I'm like, man, there's been so many raps on Skelton. I haven't really, he hasn't really done as much as I would have think. And then I went and looked at his frigging runs. Yeah. 21 runs, 181 metres. I was like, 75 post contact, two tackle breaks. And I was like, oh, okay, he's one of those guys that just sneak up on you. Yeah, and if you, if you get an opportunity, go back and watch. He, he obviously made his debut the week before he came on for 10 minutes, but his first run, he got the ball in a little bit of space, mm. and you could see yeah, it there. He moved. If he gets an opportunity, which obviously right wing for the Bulldogs could be the worst real estate, mm. if he does get an opportunity, uh, he will light it up. Um, but, yeah, with the Bulldogs in regards to individual performances – Look, I'll, Jacob Carraz continues to just fight for every metre that he gets. He ran for 230 metres, 22 runs, 70 post-contact, 10 tackle breaks. I think centre's his position. I think it is too. I really do. Get him close in there. He seems like, at the very least, he seems like a player that will listen to a coach in regards to defensive systems. Um, but, yeah, the, the amount of work that he got through, he's just such a he's such a fun player to watch because you know he's going to rip and tear each week. Um Outside of that, like Tavita Pango Jr. has good moments, has shocking moments, and it's like so. He's another guy where I I just wonder. He's he's what twenty seven now. Surely coaches have said to him, mate, in our own forty, just tuck it, no offloads, zero. Even if there's going to be a try, zero. Only time you can offload. Even Blocker said it on commentary. As soon as we get over half line, halfway line, or even you know even the forty. Then you can have a crack. But till then, just run hard and straight. It'll come. It'll come. It's hard to believe that conversation has happened somewhere in the last seven years, though, right? Like- yeah. Surely. Because, like, he, he – basically, I think he offloaded, they knocked on, and we ended up scoring a try. And then he offloaded, and they scored a try. So it's, like, hard for people to be critical because it's, like, they scored a try off it. Like, so it works. It's just got to pick his moments. Um, so for me, like, like, if you have a look at their, their side – like, it's almost like they tend to use Jaden Ockermore more as a forward now than TPJ. Like for what you're paying TPJ, I, I, I'm just not sure how long Canterbury can keep doing this. Well, 35 minutes and you're paying him six or 700000 a year. But it, in saying that, surely the dogs want him to play more minutes. He just can't. You know what I mean? Like, surely yeah, yeah, then... Yeah, like I agree it, with you. But also, like, if you're paying a guy like him six or 700 k Like 60 minutes. I want 60. He was yeah. playing 80-minute games at the Broncos. Yeah. I don't think 
Like, it's clear they don't want him playing big minutes now, and it's been since the start of the year. He can't have the luxury to do that. Yeah, he said, I know I'm a middle forward now, I'll play him a 45 50 and rip in, but. He, plenty of times in his career, I believe, he's played 80, 75 play. He has, definitely. Yeah. Even between edge and middle. And so, like, surely the Bulldogs aren't going, oh, no, no, we just want to use him as a part of game plan 35 minutes. I'm like, they don't have the luxury to be doing that. But I, I don't think they trust him defensively yeah. to be out there for those longer minutes. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any chance the Bulldogs are going, no, 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 we only want to use you for 35. I think the Bulldogs want to pay him for fucking 60 minutes, but he clearly struggles with his gas, maybe. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Preston, once again, Jesus, he is so good. How, can you find how long he's contracted for? Because I tell you what, you'd want to extend him now. If he's only on for another year or two, if he's on for another two years, I would extend him right now immediately. Wow, he's contracted till twenty twenty seven. Okay, that. so Love that's that. that's smart from the dogs. That's great. Got to give the dogs rap for that. That's what the Tigers should be doing with Buller. Has, did he extend throughout the year or did they just sign him on a four-year deal? I've never seen that before, so I'm not sure. They oh, must have done oh, it yeah. during the year. They must have done it because, like, he was unknown last year. Yep. He was barely in the first-grade squad. He was at Northern Sydney Bears. He wasn't in the first-grade squad. Yeah, he was at the Bears. Yep. And then he came to the club. So they must – see, that is shrewd as anything to just see the games, go, wow, this kid's got something special, lock him in long-term. He is going to be on peanuts when he's one of the best back rowers in the comp. Probably sitting there as a captain for him in five years' time. Mate. Well, put it this way. He's been in the top five back rowers in the NRL regardless of rookie this year, yeah. fair? And, yeah. And then on top of it, just the fact that he has, through juniors, played 5-8. I believe he's played centres. He's so versatile that he hasn't had to at the doggies. Mm. But at a pinch, if he had to, Sorara's got the option to go, mate, just jump in the halves last 20 because we've had injuries or centre or whatever it might be. Yeah. He's on your David Stagg, I reckon. Staggy. Oh, he could be on you, David Stag. He's yeah. got a bit of stag about him. Very stag vibes. Yeah. Same hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. Same position. Yeah. He was signed he was signed till twenty twenty five or twenty twenty four, sorry. And then in round eight this year he got re signed till twenty twenty seven. That's smart management. So many clubs could take uh, I guess note of that. Like that's super smart. Get him while he's still grateful to be there. He's grateful for the opportunity. You throw, you know, four hundred, five hundred grand in front of his face. And, all, and he's sitting there going, oh, my God, that's more money than I've ever seen. I'm set up. I don't have to worry about money, you know, at least for the next decade. But really, he's getting on massive unders. Smart. He's a guy that I think I would be looking at, you know, starting in the next year or two to bring into a New South Wales camp mm, yeah. start to get him ready. Yeah, agreed. He's, he's got that. He's got the right mindset and attitude about him. He's gone the long way around. I love that in guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in regards to overall performance from the Bulldogs... Pretty disappointing. Pretty disappointing. Uh, yes, they lost their half, but, you know, the Broncos had so many players out. Now, how, can you check how many the Bulldogs have out, just to be sure? I think they've got like three or four out now. They're getting close to full strength. You obviously Luke got Thompson, kick out. Kick out. They lost Sexton during the game. So, so yeah, Beyond Otto's still out. Or up who's his neck. I think he played New Wales Cup on the weekend. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. And then I just want to more, more like... Experienced okay. first graders that are uh, probably Kikau, Fox, Thompson, Kikau, and then like Ryan Sutton. Yeah, that's probably yeah. So I just think that yeah, they had three or four out, but you would have hoped the Bulldogs wouldn't put like wouldn't have forty four put on them. Now if they had a lost twenty to sixteen or twenty to ten or even twenty to six, you go yep okay I can see that Broncos have incredible depth. They're going so well this year, but getting forty four put on you. 
against a really understrength Broncos side, I think that's pretty disappointing. Stephen Crichton, the only signing for next year? Yeah, I think so. So? Oh, yeah, Broncos. God, he's going to be interesting. He is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they need, they need a, a gun center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you'd have what, him and Kiro's? going to be interesting what happens with Alamotti because he was in reserve grade as well, I'm pretty sure. Even Braden Burns too. Like he's yeah. solid. Right. Maybe you go Burns on the sting. Oh, no, because you've got Skelton. Anyway, uh, yeah, so really disappointing, I think, to be honest. Like, yes, they were in the game with Sexton, but to leak 44 at home in Belmore in such an important game when your season's been so poor, pretty disappointing. I think we said it last week too, but, you know, as much as I, I think Bulldogs fans sort of undervalue how important he is to them, I think they're really going to miss Jake Avrilo. I think you'll realise how handy yeah. he is to have once he's gone. Yeah, so I you agree. Can just plug in at any position that back line from one to seven and do a job for you. Yeah. He's another guy where I think that at another system – would be really flourishing in a specific position. I can't wait till we get to round seven and there's an injury mm. and Wayne puts him in any position and then we'll all go, oh, that's what he yeah. is. And he'll kill it there. Because you have to remember, the first couple of years of his career, he was forced to play seven. As if it's going to take seven games for Wayne to find the perfect position for Avrilo. The same one training session, you go, yep. oh, he's a wing, he's a centre. Got him. Fullback. But like, he started his career and was forced to play in a struggling doggy side at seven for like, what was it, two years? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At least one year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd say it was close. So is that, is that the best environment for a young fella to find his feet when he's clearly not a seven and everyone could see that he wasn't a seven? 